Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM, broadcasting live from River City Roll here in Scott's Edition. River City Roll, much more than a bowling alley. And, of course, we've got a seasonal menu with uh, chef-inspired food. It's unbelievable. I love the pizza. I've gotten the wings here, and uh, I've really just started to fall in love with the food here, especially when, you know, there's live entertainment and you can get beer and hang out with your friends and get some good food. So head out to River City Roll today and tell them AWOD sent you. And so we've got MP on the mic with us here yes, for sir, another yes, sir. segment. We're going to talk a little commanders, so it's time for the Richmond Commander. It's time for the Richmond Commander. Are you ready for some The phones are open. It's your chance to be the quarterback of this segment. There's something I like to say. Every day at 1 p.m. on AWOD Radio, the Richmond Commander. Boy, Adam, you went straight into the Richmond Commander. You didn't tell the people about how I did there in frame I, I eight. I did not. I did not. Because I want to get to the content that people really care about. Uh, is Bill Belichick actually a long shot for the Commander's job? Or is it 99.9 Ben Johnson? Head coach? Yeah. He's not the head coach because, look, you've already hired Adam Peters. You can't unhire Adam Peters. I mean, that, what, what are you going to do with him at this point? Like, you're committed to a full rebuild. Bill Belichick's committed to winning within two, three years, getting yeah. his record and getting out. It's just a bad fit. Well, I mean, that's why I thought the Atlanta job was for him. It's yeah. just going to be weird for me to see – Mike Vrabel and Bill Belichick not get hired this coaching cycle. Man, I said this in my show, though. I'm all in if he wants to be a defensive coordinator, stay in the game. I'm, yeah. I'm ready for that. Absolutely. And speaking of defensive coordinators, I mean, uh, who do you think Ben Johnson takes with him? Uh, is there anybody that is on the Lions staff that might be willing to come? We've heard the offensive line uh, coach to come over possibly as the offensive coordinator, but I haven't heard much about the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, and I, I don't know that uh, usually that's not smiled upon by the head coach, right, uh, you know, to, to raid your entire entire staff and take yeah. it with you. He liked, he likes to leave some guys there, and that, that was always Nick Saban's thing, right? You can leave. You can go get your job. Don't take all my people that I found along the way. Um, Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator, of course, was, was in the cycle. He was mentioned for a yeah. lot of jobs. Looks like he's not going to get one. Lions will want to have a little bit of continuity there. You mentioned Hank Fraley, the offensive line coach. He's a, uh, he, I believe he's a Gaithersburg guy. He's a D.C. guy, though. I love having a D.C. guy who knows what this franchise is all about on the, on the team. Yeah, your program is 10 to noon, and I heard you talking about Cam Curl. I did. It's very interesting because you're right. I think if the same regime was coming back, they like him, they would pay him. They've yeah. seen it all with their own eyes. The new regime that's coming in, probably led by Ben Johnson, is going off of tape. Yeah. And that's not the best news for Cam Curl. That's not the best tape, right? Yeah. On the other hand, his value on the open market now is lower because it was such a bad season. So if you see something you like or you think you can coach, might be time to lock him up long term. Might be a deal there to be had. The fear is, right, you put him on a one-year deal, you're in the same spot next year, and if he's good, you pay more. And if he's bad, he was bad and you wasted your time. I test for you and me. I say Cam Curl needs to be on the Commanders next year. I I, I would sign him up to you know we'll we'll wait and see what the safety market is. It's it's gonna you're not gonna pay top dollar for him. You're not gonna sell me on like a fifteen a year or something. Yeah. You know something something high end there. I I don't know that I don't know that he's that. 
But I like him. I test is a yes for me. Jonathan Allen traded this offseason or remains a commander? I think the odds are he gets traded because the contract's so good. He's underpaid. Now's the time to come in for an extension. And if there's anything general managers love, it's draft picks. And yeah. He could bring you some good draft picks. I, I think he'll be absolutely on the market. And this is a team that's going to have five picks in the first 100, and that's uh, highlighted by the number two overall pick. And I, I've told the audience before, I really want Caleb Williams. Uh, but at the same time, I'm also trusting the process. I'm trusting Adam Peters, Josh Harris, and, and this advisory board to come together on a quarterback that they like. If it's Caleb, cool, move up. If it's Jaden Daniels, sit there at two. If it's Drake May, he's sitting there for you at two. It's actually a really good situation. Yeah, and I like turning the card in, right? I like making a pick at two, picking a quarterback. You're never going to be in this spot again, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Right. If you're in this spot, we said that four years ago. If you're in this spot, people are getting fired, yeah. right? So Adam Peters is never going to be in this spot again. Ben Johnson is never going to be in this spot again. You think if in three years from now we're picking number two overall, Adam Peters is already out as GM? I mean, there would have to be some serious mitigating circumstances. Mm. Number two means you won four games. Yeah, that's like. Four years from now, if they've only won four games, you've broken some more TVs along the way. I just don't see how you could justify keeping anybody around. So if you're buying stock in one NFL franchise, you're buying stock in a four-win commander's team saying it can only go up from here. It can only go up from here. I've, I've, I've said those words before. I ended yeah. up regretting them uh, later on down the line. I, I do say this, though. Your best-case scenario would be if Chicago falls in love with May or Daniels yeah. and really wants them because then the only team they can trade with is you. The Commanders. If you want that, that, they could say, what can we get from the Commanders to move to one and we'll still get our guy? Uh, that would be the best case scenario. I think worst case scenario is the Patriots give up several draft picks to move up ahead of Washington to take their guy by trading with the Bears. Yeah, you're making the assumption that Caleb, Caleb's going one. Like, as the Commanders make their offseason plans, that plan will be, we think Caleb Williams is going one. What do we do from here? I mean, I'm pretty confident he's going He's going he, one. Do you think that changes at all? No, I don't think that changes yeah. at all. I, I think Drake May, Jane Daniels could change. Correct. And that that's the uncertainty, right? And you don't even know which way the commanders are going to go because you don't know who Ben Johnson likes. You don't know who Adam Peters likes. That's where the that's where the mystery starts. I would be floored. And look, things can happen. There's going to there's gonna be all the stories and there's going to be all the character questions. When it's all said and done, I'd be floored if Caleb doesn't go 1-1. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you there. Um, the other issue for the Commanders is, you know, they have to replace Chase Young and Montez Sweat, and they kind of have to do it in just one offseason if they want to be competitive next year. It, it's it's a big, glaring weakness because that's one of the most important positions in football. You're not running forward with Casey Tuhill, man in that spot. And I mentioned this about the offensive line. There's only so many good free agents out there, free agents worth chasing out there. There's only so many draftable guys out there. This may be a two-year three year, two year process in terms of having two cycles of free agency just to use all that cap space and to go get the guys you want to get. And it's you know possible to swing and miss on an offensive lineman who's a two-time Super Bowl champion. Oh, yeah, they did that with Andrew Wiley. Oh, yeah, Completely yeah. Completely swing and a miss oh, yeah. as a free agent oh, signing yeah. in the offseason. So uh, a lot to do this offseason if you're a Commanders fan, but a, a lot to like, uh, really, uh, with Adam Peters here. Now, 
you've been talking about this with the Martys. What is that situation? The, the Martys situation is, right, Marty Herney uh, is, is your guy from Carolina. He's Ron's guy. I don't know why he's still in the building other than just to provide a handoff at transition. Um, you know, the other Marty was, was in San Francisco. I think if he wants to take Martin Mayhew, uh, I think if he wants to take a reduced role and hang around, I think that could be available for him. Phone lines are open throughout the show, 833-804-0910. That's 833-804-0910. You can always check us out on the go with the free Odyssey app. Download it today for free. Search 910 The Fan to hear me Monday through Friday from 12 to 3 p.m. We're broadcasting live from River City Roll. If you look up at the scoreboard right now, it says AWOD's in the lead, 73-70. to The problem, but Michael Phillips is coming off of a strike, and we do have two frames to get to. We're going to do those live on air after this quick commercial break. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. I kind of feel like I'm, I'm letting members of the AWOD Army down. Don't... Don't become MP men. Not o- not the minute men, the MP men. A lot of bowling left. A yes. lot of bowling so left. We're, but we're, I did pick up a strike during the break. Yep. And so we're out at River City Roll. It is, of course, Michael Phillips on the left. I'm on the right. And he's got, uh, what would you say, like a, a 10 pin advantage there? Or? Yeah. So I'm up. Um, yeah, I've got 70. You've got 73. Yes. But I have the strike sitting there waiting to be scored. So I have 80 in the bag plus whatever I get here. So it's a seven-pin lead and whatever I can press it with on this next roll. So this is a big roll for me. I, I think if I could get a mark here, I'm pretty close to putting you away. I don't like the sound of that. It is the bowling bowl here at 910 The Fan. Two hosts will enter. Two hosts will also leave. Uh, <laughs> but one of the hosts will be taking a shot of Tabasco. Consuming Tabasco. The loser of the bowling competition will be taking the shot of Tabasco. Um you know, I was starting to complain during the break there that you got a little mu- bit of a warm-up. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to get in your head. You've had you said you were going to talk smack. You've, you've been a little quiet. You've had three months of a warm-up. Man, two and a half. You two, know, yeah. I, I also got sick for a week. <laughs> you know, I went on vacation. It's what I, what I know is this is a defensive struggle, and I'm prepared to grind it out. I'm, I'm Mike McDonald. I've schemed this thing up. <laughs> we're going to win this one pin at a time. All you, right, I'm going to turn into Greg Williams. Oh, right? oh, we blitz all night. Bounty gate. Bounty I'm coming gate. for your legs. Uh, yeah. There's a bounty on here. Uh-oh, here we go. All right, why don't you take that headset off, uh, Michael. I'll do the play-by-play here. Michael Phillips in his ninth frame, holding on to a, a slim but but decent lead here. All right, he's lining up at the second dot. Nice roll, good walk. Oh, that's a little to the right, a little to the right, and I think that's eight pins down. Eight pins down. He'll take eight off of a strike. We'll take it. We'll take eight off of a strike there. Um, not the best roll, uh, but, you know, some strong rolling from Michael. He, he's always able to knock down more pins than you think. Here, going for the spare. Quiet at River City roll. That's down the middle. Oh, no, if that's a spare, he wins. He gets nine. He only gets nine. He only gets nine. Ladies and gentlemen, he only gets nine. We have a shot here. Oh, it's a game of inches, and the inch did not go my way. Almost got the spare. Almost put away Awad. Couldn't do it. This thing could go to ten. This one goes to ten. All right, Awad lining up. He's uh, a little bit past the dots here. He's going to take a long warm up here. He's a lefty. Awad the lefty. Getting ready. This is a big one. Probably needs a mark if he's going to remain competitive in today's game. There's the roll. There's the spin. There's the hook. It's six, but it's an achievable spare. So six is not what he was looking for. Missed the front pin. Missed the one. 
But the four lined up in a diamond-like pattern here. If he can hit the front, he, he's going to get the spare. Uh, you, you hate to call this a, a must-get in frame nine, but, but it's looking bleak if he can't convert here. Uh, needs all four. A little diamond shape here. Needs to hit the one and send it into the other pins. The three would go next. There's the roll. There's the hook. He got it! He got it! Do you believe in miracles? He gets the spare. Awad with the spare, and he's not out of this yet. Tenth frame. Game time. Game time. Dame time. Tech, check the phone. Check your clock. Woo! Let's go to the I needed that. Let's go to the scoreboard. MP with 98 pins through nine frames. Needs to bull frame number 10. No bonusing. Did not get a mark in frame nine. So Woo. the 98's on the board. Awad. 83 pins. I so feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. I'm, I'm losing it right now. I'm you're, shaking. You're, you're down 15. Feel my palm. My palm is sweaty. <laughs> this one. is not fun. <laughs> <laughs> Knees weak. Arms heavy. <laughs> River City Roll does not sell spaghetti. <laughs> you, are down, you are down 15 pins, but your next roll counts double. Yeah, that's pretty good here. Uh, so, that's so pretty that's, good. I, I still would rather be me than you. But you've got you've got a path to victory here. If you can mark this frame and keep me off the board, you're in a great spot. Do you want to go first and put the pressure on me, or do you want me to put the number up that you have to beat? I think we keep going back and forth. All right, so hand over your mic set here, and it's Michael Phillips in frame number 10 sitting at 98. I was born in Topeka, Kansas for this moment. For this moment right here, ladies and gentlemen, of all the bowling movies you've ever seen, there's nothing as good as this radio right here. Michael Phillips, three steps, a roll. It's slightly to the right. It's slightly to the right. Oh, there's a bit of a split. That's a split there. Is that five pins or six? What would you get? That's a six pin. I got six, but this is a tough, tough conversion here. A little bit of a split. This is. So let me paint a picture for you guys right now. Uh, he's got the farthest left pin here. Not the front center pin, but two more down the middle, and then one in the back row here. This is this is you can pick this up, Michael. I think I gotta hit the one pin kind of slightly to the right to ricochet it left, and then get the ball to hit that. That is that the nine pin back there? I think. I actually think you might need a little bit of a hook here. You might need some English. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh -oh. Does he have it in him, Michael Phillips, the pride of Kansas City? Here we go. Two steps and a roll. From right to left, it looks like it's got a chance, and it knocks down two pins, and he sits at an eight. That puts him at an overall score of 106. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael broke 100. 106, so 106 is in. I'm on the board. You've got 83. That means you will have to mark this frame. Uh, you will have to get at least a spare to continue this game. So Adam toes the rubber here. He's got the size 11 bowling shoes. He's a lefty, folks, riding with the 12-pound ball. Takes a little bit of a, a bend with his knees, doing some visualization tricks. This is the biggest roll of his young life, folks. There's the roll. There's the spin. It hits the one. Nine go down. Nine go down. He's got a shot, folks. He's still alive. Had a look at the win there. He saw the win. It was in sight, but just nine. So let's reset the board here. Adam has 101 pins. I have 106 pins. You have, you're down five, but you have one pin standing. If you knock this pin down, you will get a bonus roll, and you'll only need four for the victory. If you do not knock this pin down, the match ends. Adam's got his ball. He's got one pin up. This is for the win. It's the five pin. Can he bring it down for victory? The approach. The roll. The spin. He's got it. 
He's got it. It's clean. It's clean and it's a spare. I called bank. <laughs> you are you are down four. I do need to roll again. With what one. am I doing with this headset on here? Yeah. I'm so nervous I can't even think. You've got one roll left. Four pins to tie. Five pins to win. Whole clean board. You, you, the Tabasco is ready for the loser. Right now, Adam with 102 pins, 106 to tie. He's only got one roll, though. This is not a two-roll situation. He's checking the board here. He's thinking about this. He's got options here. He's just got to bring four of them. Here's – oh, he pauses. He's a fake out. He rolled up. It's a fake out, folks. Here we go. So I need five to win. Five to four to time. Five, five to, to win. win. You've one got roll. One roll. All the marbles. All, now, all if ten you see, pins are up. these lanes are are newly greased here. Do all right. I was told that means stand farther to the right than you normally do. Okay. To be able to deal with the extra grease here on your hook, I need five pins to get the win. Michael Phillips versus Awad Radio, the first ever official nine ten the fan bowl off. This has lived up to the hype and then some. I can't believe we've reached this spot here. I mean, we 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 dreamed of a match like this when we got here. One roll, Awad Radio. He's got all ten pins standing. One roll, he needs to bring down five of them to claim victory in the first ever River City Roll Bowl off. You can see I'm nervous. I'm sweating. My 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 arms are heavy, knees bent, palms are sweaty. <laughs> Michael, how are you feeling? Are you going to switch the ball here, or are you going to stick with the 12? I'm going to stick with the 12 large. I like the finger to, placement there. You've been aggressive all day going for the strike. Are yes. you going to change your approach and play No, it I want the strike. I want to win it with a strike. You want to walk it off with 10. Are you feeling like you want some Tabasco? I, I am feeling like the, the odds have swung into your favor over the last about two minutes here. Well, we appreciate everybody listening to the show. The first ever official 910 The Fan Bowl Off. One roll left. You'll have to wait after this commercial break if you want to find out who wins. The AWOD Radio on The Fan. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio, broadcasting live from River City Roll with Michael Phillips. That was either the greatest radio tease of all time, or I've pissed off our entire listening audience. I don't think I don't think there was a soul that has left their cars around <laughs> the Richmond area right now. We have one roll left to determine the bowling champion. Yeah, I, I am very it's nervous. Yours. It's yours. One roll holds it all. Uh, the loser has to take an extra large shot of Tabasco. I mean, that thing is staring at us right there. It's It's been there all day, and uh, it's about to get consumed by somebody before this hour's over. Now, do you put Tabasco on, like, your chicken or your French fries? Yeah, I like Tabasco. I do, too. Yeah. So it's not like either of us hate it, but it is hot, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. And it's it's going to be extra hot. Uh, you know, the, we the, don't have anything to kind of The pain of defeat is going to really seal yeah. it in. Yeah, yeah you're right about the, that. The defeat's going to hurt as much as the Tabasco. All right, so Michael Phillips, your final score today was? 106. 106. I am you're at 102. Sitting, I'm sitting at 92 pins coming off of a spare. That's 102 plus yeah. what I get on my next roll. That's correct. So, so you, do I get I get these doubled here then? No, because it's the 10th frame. It's the final so, frame. Yeah. So this is only single counting. You need four to tie, five to win. Four, four takes us to an 11th frame. Uh, five pins to win. Adam has set his headset down. He's ready, folks. Here we are. River City Roll, Richmond, Virginia, is the location. First ever bull off. Adam has grabbed the 12-pound ball. He is set. He bends his knees. He's visualizing this. This is one roll for all the marbles right here. Three steps and the roll. And the spin, it hits. Seven is the number. That's a winner, folks. That's a winner. A1 Radio is the winner of the first ever River City Roll 
bowling challenge by three pins. Yes! Oh, my goodness. I, I would like to thank all my supporters. Thanks to Heather at River City Roll uh, for setting this up. I love broadcasting here every Friday. You know, so th the win goes to the home team here. I'm here every Friday, Michael. The, the experience paid off in the clutch. You delivered when you needed to. Well, let's find out who's going to win the playoff games this weekend. Is it going to be the home team in Baltimore? Joining us right now on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline, a rising reporter from Baltimore, Maryland. It is Sophie Polavoy. What's going on, Sophie? What's up, Awad? I'm I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good here, and and I will say there is Baltimore buzz here in Richmond. It feels like the entire DMV, DC, Maryland, Virginia, even down here in Richmond, has been supporting the Ravens. Just loving this run here and the energy and the excitement. I mean, the Commanders stink. The Ravens are playing for a chance to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's amazing. Everybody should be hyping up the Ravens. Even people who don't live in, you know, Maryland, Virginia should be hyping up the Ravens. I feel like a lot of people want them to beat the Chiefs because people don't want to see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl again. I'm one of those people, so please beat them. Now, the question is, a lot of people are sick and tired of seeing Taylor Swift in the audience and there are a lot of people that want to see her team lose so that she's not in Vegas at the Super Bowl. I'm going to be in Vegas at the Super Bowl. I would like to see Taylor Swift there. What's it going to take for the Ravens to defeat the Chiefs? Honestly, and I don't want to sound cocky, I don't know if it's going to take all that much, and I'll tell you <laughs> why. I think the Chiefs this year have been slowly but surely falling apart in front of our eyes. And I think one of the first big signifiers of that was when Pat Mahomes um, said that stuff to Josh Allen after the game about, you know, that was a bogus call by the refs. Because I think everybody in the world saw him as a little baby then, which he is. And I'm just, I'm not here for it. I think the Ravens, I think the defense has what it takes to destroy Pat Mahomes. I really just want to see Roquan Smith just absolutely gunning for him. Um, I, it's, the Ravens are amazing. The Ra This is They've had such an amazing year. They just have to play like they've been playing, and they will beat the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, statistically, it's been one of the greatest seasons in NFL history. Uh, we had Valdez on earlier. Michael was talking about DVOA being as good as the 85 Bears or the 17-win Patriots. It does feel like from start to finish, the Ravens have been the best team in the NFL. Oh, no question. They dominated the Niners. They dominated the Lions. Those are the two teams they might play in the Super Bowl. And then your final obstacle here, right, to get there, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's, he's, he's a legend already, what he's done to the Bills these last few years. But you can't deny Mike McDonald and the Baltimore defense. They've been so good. Sophie, Baltimore gets a boost in tight end. Mark Andrews making his return. What kind of impact do you think he can have? You're not going to like what I have to say, and what I'm going to say is a hot take. I'm a big Isaiah Likely girl. Um, <laughs> I think it would be cool to have them both out on the field, but like, I'm not doing backflips that he's you know been upgraded to active. Like Likely he's been killing it. Um, I wish I could see more of likely, but, you know, Mark Andrews is that guy. And, you know, if he's going to help us win, then great. But I, I'm rocking with Isaiah. I mean, it's got you this far. Uh, Baltimore Ravens one game away from the Super Bowl. First AFC title game in the city of Baltimore since 1971. I would imagine the buzz on the ground is incredible. You've seen the lineup this weekend. Ed Reed's going to be there. Ray Lewis is going to be there. Michael Phelps going to be there. Yeah. T. 
T-Pain's going to be there. I'm all in on Michael Phelps. That one, that's one of my favorite athletes of all time. Oh, how could he not be? I mean, it feels like the whole city's just buzzing over this thing, yeah? Oh, yes, absolutely. Baltimore is, like, so excited. I mean, and it's been way before this, too. I, but this weekend especially, you said it, 1971 was the last time that the AFC championships were in Baltimore. Baltimore has a lot to prove this weekend. We got to beat the Chiefs, but then Baltimore is a city. Also, we just have to be our hospitable selves. Anybody is welcome to come to Baltimore, uh, even Chiefs fans. But when they lose, just leave. Like, we don't, you know, we can end it there. I love the Ravens' chances solely based off of the fact that last week they dominated the Texans, and and really uh, it felt like they could have rested their guys there in the fourth quarter, winning 34-10. to Lamar Jackson was terrific with his passing yards and also uh, you know the rushing attack, 11 carries, 100 yards. But we have seen Lamar stopped in the playoffs before. Uh, you know, what is it going to take here for Lamar to be Action Jackson, to be that MVP when you know the Chiefs have him circled as the number one guy they have to stop on their game plan? He just can't get hurt. I mean, yeah. we all saw we all saw the episode of Hard Knocks this season with Miami, you know, their um, defense planning, you know, that he was going to run, he was going to do all this stuff, and then he ended up throwing, and they were so thrown off. So I don't think anybody can really prepare to take on Lamar Jackson, but Lamar himself, he just needs to remain healthy, and I think we're good to go. That's a good point. I mean, you're right. If, if Lamar stays in this game, he's going to find a way to do Lamar Jackson things. That's what scares me, though, is that you're always one play away from losing your star quarterback. I mean, same in Kansas City, though. Same with Kelsey, who's battled injuries. You remember yeah. that opener against the Lions when he didn't play. It was a Even total, Mahomes last year in the playoffs. Totally, right? totally different guy. That's why I'm way more excited for this game, though, than the other game, Adam, is you've got two quarterbacks who lift their teams in the big moments. I mean, these are the two guys I want to be watching on championship weekend. Oh, yeah. I mean, no doubt it feels like the Super Bowl champion already is going to come from the AFC side of things. San Francisco, Brock Purdy hasn't been playing as well. Detroit, it's a magical run. I think it ends this weekend. Uh, Sophie, we give out keys to victory on my show, all right? Every week we give out for VCU basketball three keys. What's it going to take for the Baltimore Ravens to get a win? Reporter in Baltimore, Maryland, Sophie Polavoy on the hotline. Give me the keys to victory. Keys to victory, okay. Hmm. Hmm, let's think. I mean, number one, bring the energy. They have consistently, but I think especially this weekend, the whole stadium's going to be rocking. M&T Bank is so freaking loud. The fans are so excited. They're going to bring the energy. That's one. Um, I want the energy. I want grit. I don't care what you guys have to do to stop the Chiefs from scoring. Do it. And I think they will. But they've been gritty before. Just do it again. And what's the last thing? <laughs> Grit energy. Hmm. Um. Hmm. Just be laser focused. And I think Lamar Ooh, has like been. That. You know, after every game recently, they've been like, "Oh, how are you, how are you feeling? You know, you just won." And he's always been like, uh, "We still have another game to play." So I, I I appreciate Lamar's focus. I think they should all try to channel that focus and drive. 
It's going to be a good one from M&T Bank Stadium in I'll, Baltimore. I love me some Justin Tucker, too. I mean, that, oh, yeah. that guy. That's that guy. a good point we haven't brought up. If yeah. it comes down to a field goal for the win, give me Justin Tucker all day. Uh, over Who is it, Barnes for, for Kansas City? Who's the kicker? At least not the Buffalo guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, wide right. Yeah, we Ugh. don't think uh, that's going to happen. 3 p.m. on CBS, Kansas City at the Baltimore Ravens. You just heard the keys to victory, energy, grit, and to stay laser-focused. I like that. Sophie, great stuff. Really appreciate you taking the time. Oh, my gosh, Adam. This is the most fun I've had in a while. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, you're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910, the fan now at 105.1 FM, broadcasting live from River City Roll in Scott's edition. Michael, unfortunately, that is three losses in a row for yourself here. Uh, yeah, and the one I, I left on the board because uh, you, you were prepared to spot me uh, the points with the Lions against That's the true. Bucks. Now, I'm kind of glad I didn't take that because I think the Bucks very easily could have won that game. Um I'm prepared to uh, I'm prepared to take my Tabasco penalty for sure. It's right here. It's been would, staring. Would you at me. like me to pour it in a cup? Or you no, I want to take it straight. It straight. I want to take it straight from the bottle. Right. Um, but we are not going to have you take it until we come back from break. Absolutely. I need a reaction live on air. Absolutely. You're listening to AWOD Radio on the fan. If you want to chime in, phone lines are open eight three three eight zero four zero nine ten. 833-804-0910. Shout out to Frank, who's been listening on the Odyssey app. Uh, he thought it was an outstanding call on the 10th frame by yourself, Michael. Thank you. Uh, you know, I, I've been working on that for a while, and uh, you just you try to rise to the occasion, and I couldn't on the lane, so I figured I, I would on the mic. That's at least my specialty. Yeah, I am a sweaty wreck right now. Uh, I that mean, was I tense? Just, I'm dripping. That was tense? It was. It was very that, tense. I mean, that, that came down to the final roll, the final pins. Uh, I don't think you could ask for much more from an inaugural bowl out there. So many close calls in the middle. Uh, I almost had that spare in the middle. You had the you had the one where you had a spare, couldn't capitalize yeah. it on, on it on your next roll. So many what ifs, and then it just comes down to those final frames. Can can you deliver when you're a sweaty mess, when you're tired, when your arm's about to fall off, <laughs> when it matters the most? Yeah, that's how Patrick Mahomes does it. <laughs> that's how AWOD Radio Wh did it. Which VCU player do you want bowling for you? With the game on the oh, line. Oh, that's a good question. All right, so, you know. Like, Kwani's got long no arms. All, I'm saying no to the international guys. Kwani's, I don't know that they bowl in Australia. I'm not taking that risk. Kwani's got long arms, so he can get some momentum. He can get it going, you know. He can yeah. get some speed on the ball. I'm going with the biggest athlete. You're going with Bear. I'm I know go, you're no, going with Bear. Going, you're always going I'm Bear. I'm going Zeb Jackson. Oh, I there you go. Bear, Bear is from Australia. I don't know that they bowl there. I cannot confirm that. I, I think I want Jason Nelson. I want a little swag. Oh, that is a, a little, good one. A little swag Lower on Lower guy, too. Yeah. Right. A little, I just feel like, I, you know, it, maybe he's not the best bowler in the first nine frames, but I'm giving him the ball in frame 10. Yeah. Robbie Robinson, if you're listening to this, we need the Rams basketball <laughs> team at River City Roll before the end on of the On Fridays, season. we roll. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105-1 FM, the conclusion of the first ever 9-10 The Fan Bowl Off between Michael Phillips and myself, MP on the mic, can be heard from 10 to noon. AWOD Radio live and local from 12 to 3 p.m. Michael is unwrapping the Tabasco. That is a large shot right there of Tabasco. He has taken it down. No, explain to the audience what you're doing here. Give us a uh, little play-by-play, -play and then I'll... Over once you take yeah, I lost it bowling by three pins, 107 to 104. Uh, so my punishment, I got to take this shot of tobacco. 
Tabasco. <laughs> Tabasco. <laughs> oh, that'd be a different game. Uh, shot at Tabasco live on the air. Uh, I accept my fate, and uh, I, I, you Just know, we'll one of the I largest can, shots I've ever seen. We'll here. see if I can talk again during this. Yeah, segment. let's see. Move that mic up a little bit. There you go. There you go. All right. Oh, oh, that's going down. Mm. Oh my goodness, that looks hot. Oh, oh, oh. he finished it out. Yeah, Second shot. It was going back for more. Oh, that is hot. I can. I can. Ah! Ah! Yeah. Oh, it burns. Does it feel like defeat? Oh, <laughs> that tastes terrible. Oh, I even let me see Tabasco. the tongue. Make sure. I, ah, yeah, I even like Tabasco, and that was disgusting. Well, oh. You paid off the bet. I'm ah. proud of you, Michael. Let me see. Is there a drop left here? Can I steal a drop? No, no. You clean this thing out. I'm good. I'm good for my word. And I uh, love how the the bottle says, "Light things up." We just lit your mouth on fire. <laughs> oh man, I won't be able to taste anything for a while. I just had a water. 18 fluid ounces. I just had a water. It did not help at all. (laughs) Oh, wow. 37 milliliters of Tabasco right to the face. That's not pleasant. Yeah. Now, I I would say probably get some milk at some point later today. Oh, it's so hot. Milk was a bad choice. Yeah. Uh, I've only – I don't even know if I can make it through a story without – I don't know if you can. Watering up. Um, Your eyes – you're starting to cry on right now. Wow. Uh, we Michael getting emotional here. Uh, it's, it was a painful loss. This, this is a, this is the post game press conference here. Yeah, you know, Josh, he's a good quarterback. And, <laughs> uh, you know, we we gave it our all. We'll be back next year. I'm not worried about it. Now we we have continued to bowl, and uh, or oh, Michael's taking another sip of water. It's really getting. It's to not it helping. Here. It's not helping at yeah. all. Yeah, it's just not helping. Uh, I was in Saint Kitts on vacation in the Caribbean. Okay, and. Um, I asked if they had hot sauce because I do like to put a little hot sauce on my eggs in the morning at yeah. breakfast. And she said, we've got, you know, whatever. We've got our local hot sauce, but it's really hot. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, bring it out. Let's see. She goes, she brought me like a little thing. And she said, if you can eat the whole thing, I'll give you a bottle to take home with you. Ooh. It was disgustingly hot, fried my innards, but I completed it. Really? Oh, I, it was a challenge at so that point. So you've done hot, hot competitions it was before, a chal- It was a challenge at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I just honestly, Ooh. I just like hearing you speak right now because I can like, I can. Oh, I, you the, have so much extra saliva right now. I feel like I'm burning, like I'm a dragon. I'm like spitting <laughs> fire here. Yeah, that's. Uh, You're Spyro the dragon. Ah, uh, right. there you go, Spyro the dragon. The, since you did the, um, the Tabasco shot, let's do an impromptu dude food here on AWOD Radio. Now Stop. we're talking. Can we do a little dude food? I love dude it. food. We're not responsible for the content of this program or anything we say when we're really hungry. Where's my food? Dude, where's my food? The most delicious food you've ever tasted. Yes! How can he piss off a flip-flop? <laughs> he loves food. Dude! Food! All right, so I've pulled up my favorite menu here in right. Scott's Edition, the River City Roll Dining Menu. Ton of shareable items. I, I would very much suggest you try the chicken wings. Heck yeah. Bone in. Dry jerk, lemon pepper, Tajian, uh, I mean, Cajun, uh, barbecue, buffalo's my favorite. And then sneaky second favorite is the Korean barbecue. Oh, it, like a, like a, the, yeah, kind of the soy saucy yeah, flavor. Yeah, that, teriyaki that, too. Teriyaki, that's really good. I'll say this too. Uh, I, I have a hot take on wings. I have strong preferences on wings. Uh, you ordered well at curbside the other night. I don't like breaded wings. They've got to be unbreaded, just the sauce. Really? Fried. See, I, I, I like what you're saying there, but I'm and they do okay right with here. breaded because banchan is like my one of my banchan's favorites. breaded for sure. I yeah. just I was like you got to roll me out of banchan. That's okay. the, that's the problem. At yeah, that is very true. They, they, they do it right here though. <laughs> they they great wings, but I love I've had the pizza here too. Oh, as the well. pizza's banging. But yeah. you're right. I, you know, you just brought me to like an epiphany. I I didn't realize any time I've 
ever eaten wings that are breaded, I do feel like, oh, my gosh, how can I even stand up? Now? Right. You and me in Vegas. It's 6 o'clock. Derby Bill says we should have a bowling rematch in Vegas. Like, Ooh. Uh, on the list of things, to do, will you go to the Pinball Hall of Fame with me? Sure. All right. We'll do a pinball rematch in yeah. Vegas then. There you go. Um, it, like, in Vegas, like, we're going to go out for dinner at 6 o'clock, and that's not the end of the night. That's the right. start of the night. Rules out Bonchon entirely. Yeah, no, you're right about that. That's going to change how I eat and also how I drink at dinner, too. Oh, you know, there you because go. Because I like to get probably, an old-fashioned at a nice dinner. I, yeah, probably won't change how I drink at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like – I had last night I had two old-fashioned. I was feeling hey, it after the second one. My Vegas problem is yeah. there's so much day drinking happening in Vegas. Right. It's it's tough to – but you kind of almost have to commit to the day or the night. It's tough to – Tough to bridge the gap and do both because you hit that dinner lull and you got to fire the engine back up again. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're it's going to be very in interesting with, with the way you get off of work in Vegas at 9 a.m. So, on, <laughs> all right, you don't know this yet. On Monday, okay. they're having a food and beverage showcase. Uh, all the food, like the, you know, they always have like the crazy concessions. Yeah. They're going to go serve those at the stadium. It's during your show. So I'll, I'll go over there. Maybe we can do a, <laughs> maybe we can go do a, a live dude food. Okay. On Ooh. Monday in Vegas. Okay. That could be fun. Yeah. No, I'm really looking forward to Radio Row. Stubb, did you have any dude food news you wanted to bring up today? Yeah, I found uh, on Chewboom a perfect Valentine's gift, Adam, that you can give your girlfriend as it's the okay. year of Adam's girlfriend. It is the year of the girlfriend. Hey. It's a fifty-nine, uh, a $49 White Castle love kit. Ooh, so White you get Castle. <laughs> a, a couple of take-home White Castle sliders, some pickles, uh, your own little boxes for each of the sliders, and a White Castle candle. I'm I'm not anti White Castle. I'm not either. Yeah, but I I'm the anti. Candle, I don't know about the candle. Um, <laughs> is White Castle candle gonna smell good? It's gonna t- smell like burgers. I think White it's gonna make me hungry. Doesn't White Castle do the bit where they put out white tablecloths on Valentine's Day? Ooh, I, I, I didn't know about that. I think so. I think that's them. If not, it's Waffle House. It's one of the two. Did you hear about the Applebee's date night passes? Oh yeah, they're going for two hundred dollars. And basically, what was the deal, Stub? That they sold out immediately. Oh, I didn't but, hear that. I just saw that it was two hundred dollars right. for a fifteen hundred dollar Applebee's value. Yeah. If you, you want to eat at Applebee's ol- every week, do you remember the Olive Garden never-ending pasta pass? Oh yeah, and, oh, and the Olive Garden uh, never-ending bread. Right, you could just eat bread all day there. They they sold a pasta pass. You know, it was whatever one hundred and fifty bucks. You could go anytime you wanted for a month, get pasta whenever you wanted. My dad bought one. <laughs> he, he was a pasta pass guy for a month. Wow. Yeah, I, I went to visit during that time. What do you want to do for lunch? He looked at me like I was an idiot. Like, yeah. we're going to Olive Garden, <laughs> yeah. obviously. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're going to do. Like, gnaw on some breadsticks or something. I'm getting a free pasta bowl. Panera has a monthly drink subscription that you they can do. pay, yep. and you can get that charged lemonade every single day for just oh, $12 no. a month. Yeah, stop. We don't need you doing that. All right, we've ar- we already had to search across the globe for a new producer last year. We don't need to do that again, Stubb. Uh, We're locking you in. We're you locking go. you in. There you uh, go. Any other dude food news? Is there anything locally going on? Uh, I, don't, I, I haven't seen any local news. Uh, I finished okay. every restaurant at, at, at the Devil's Triangle now. I've eaten oh, okay. at all, I believe, eight restaurants. Wow. All right, name the eight, and I'll, I'll tell you which ones I've been okay. to. Okay, Ariana's. Ah... Uh, it's been too long. I'm going to have to say no. I don't think I've been there since I moved back. Okay. Shepherd's Tavern. Yes. Yes. That one was really good. That was a new one. China Panda. No. I also had that was that was the last one I had to check off. I had that last night. It was okay. Yeah. We've talked how about many, Chinese food in how, Richmond. Stop. How many inches are you giving it? Out of five? Yeah. Three. 
Give it okay. Three. I'm give it three. All right. It's a three-inch meal. Yeah, not yeah. bad. Uh, banditos. It's not going to satisfy everyone, <laughs> but, you know, it's a three-inch meal. Yeah. Yeah, 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 of course. Banditos is a good one. Yep. Yes. Yep. Banditos, what did you eat there? I love the burritos. I think I got a burrito. It took yeah. them a while to get my order out. There was live music. I think there was some confusion at the yeah. time. I don't know if I even got what I ordered, but they did their best. <laughs> okay. Uh, buddies. Obviously. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Pterodactyl wings. Of course. So good. Talk about it all the time. Uh, Akita yep. Japanese restaurant. Yeah, I, I'm I'm an Akita mark. Really? They, they yeah. Okay. Great sushi. Great really? lunch. Great lunch special. Do they have? Do they do like hibachi stuff there no, too? No, just sushi. Uh, do they do a bento bowl? I don't even think they have like uh, uh, stoves there. Oh, really? Like, it's that, just sushi. That's how no, just they, sushi. They is. have they have bento stuff. You can get you okay. can get some okay. some some hot food. And then the last one get, is Izzy's. Did you kitchen. get sushi there? No. Okay. And, and the Izzy's last one's kitchen. What? Izzy's kitchen. Never heard of that. So it's a little, it's it's a little bit out of the the main street of the Devil's Triangle, but it is there. Mm. And that was your first uh, time eating at um, curbside, right? Yeah, it was. That was good. Yeah. I was yeah. a little. I, I think being drunk really improved the taste, as it often does. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was one of the best burgers I've had in Richmond. Yeah, Michael, I gave Stubb credit. I thought he was putting the drinks back pretty well. Stubb did awesome. Um, I. I don't think he's completed the checklist until he has a 7-Eleven dinner, though, right? Oh, that <laughs> is true. Well, I had that a 7-Eleven dinner. I don't know about that, that 7-Eleven. They yeah. serve dinner. Yeah, yeah. I've been in. They serve dinner. <laughs> they have bottles of wine, too, if you're looking for a bottle of wine. Oh, for I've Valentine's done that. No, I bought, Day, I bought wine. Priced. Want to impress your girl? How about this? This sounds interesting. Papa John's is coming out with their Papa Bites Calzone. Recently introduced to the menu, a cheesy calzone epic stuffed crust pizza, and they're now following that up with a new launch of Calzone Papa Bites. Papa, 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 Papa. Uh, the new cheesy bites go for just $4.99 in eight-piece order is now available. Looks pretty good from the photos I'm seeing. I might have to try that. Ever since? I do, I've always said Papa John's is better than Domino's and Pizza Hut. Ever oh, since I had the Little Caesars Batman Calzone, I refused to have a calzone at one of those fast food pizza places. It's That's not a good. good point. That's a good point right there. But a calzone, how, how do you weigh in on this? Calzone versus Stromboli. Um, r remind me what a Stromboli is. Oof. Stub, uh, can you that? help me out here? I think a Stromboli is the same thing as Calzone, but has the marinara sauce inside of it. I believe, oh, interesting. I believe that I is correct. That They're ever very similar. Uh, there was Blacksburg has one of the best calzone places in the world. It's called DP Dough. All they do yeah. is calzones. Yes. Best restaurant ever. So I lean calzone in this. Oh, I love calzone. Honestly, I may have never had a Stromboli. Really? That's possible. Well, then you need to go to Rehoboth Beach, Nicobolis. My favorite restaurant going up. Anytime we went to Delaware, my mom would make a stop by there, and we'd uh, split uh, Nicobolis, Stromboli. They're the best. Next time I'm in Delaware, I'll swing by. There we go. And then yeah. we'll do it and play some putt-putt as well. Oh, we're playing putt-putt when we go to the oh, beach. Yeah. That's a lock. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, because you were out at Hotel Green the other night and made me super jealous. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, Michael, I appreciate you stopping by, Dude, man. this was fun. This uh, was River City Roll, fun. I love it. This is not our final Bull off. I no. promise you that. No, no, no. Well, you're <laughs> going to need your revenge. I've got another hour of the show, and we've still got our NFC Game 2 preview. 49ers against the Lions. Dante Whitner, better known in the NFL as Dante Hitner, the hitman. One of the best safeties to ever play for the Niners. Joins us next on The Fan.